So welcome to the 100th Clear Cruise podcast, and they said it would never last. Um, but to celebrate the fact that it's our 100th podcast, we have assembled the chairs of all of the Clear working groups here in the UK and Ireland, and what a fine bunch they are. So um, what I'll do is I'll introduce them, and they will introduce themselves, which company they work for, and then which uh, working group they are chair of. And the idea of our conversation today is to talk through 2020, the year that was, and look forward to 2021. So we should start with the uh, really important person. I'm, you're all important, but we'll start with the, the really important person. That's Tony. So, uh, Tony, how are you? I'm very good, Andy. It's lovely to be here. Um, so I'm Tony Roberts. I am uh, Vice President UK and Europe for Princess Cruises. Um, but I am also currently the chair of the CLEAR UK and Ireland Executive Committee. So the group of, uh, of execs and so on that, that um, help to decide what it is CLEAR spends their time and, and, and efforts on. Good stuff. Thank you, Tony. Jamie, how are you? Hi, Andy. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm very well, thank you. Um, mine, oh, just to introduce myself, I'm Jamie Loizu. I'm the Managing Director of Ammo Waterways here in the UK. And I am chair of the River Cruise Committee, so I'm here flying the flag for river cruising. Perfect. Thank you, Jamie. Talking of river cruise, Janet somehow snuck in. So, Janet, thank you for joining. How are you? That made me one of the least important people on this call that I'm now third. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to bring some party poppers as well. So congratulations for your 100th podcast. Um, my name is Janet Parton and I am the Sales and Marketing Director of Avalon Waterways and Cosmos Tours um, and I'm the Chair of the um, Clear Trade Engagement um, Group, although this is probably my last podcast as such, isn't it yes. Andy? As my yeah. chair comes to an end. After way too many years in it, so uh, <laughs> thank you Janet um, and hello Craig. Hello Andy. Um, and hello everybody, thanks for having us on the uh, 100th podcast, what a milestone. Uh, my name's Craig Upshaw, Sales Director for Aurora Expeditions here in Europe and I'm privileged to be the Chair of the Expedition Cruise Committee uh, for this year, so yeah. thank you. Thanks Craig, one of our newly formed working groups. Um, we, we started with Tony, we should go back to Tony. 2020 has obviously been a challenging year for everyone. So from a industry perspective, what kind of year has it been, do you think, Tony? Sandy, I think it, it's really been uh, a year like no other. Um, you know, to, to, uh, to start the year or early in the year to have a, a, a global voluntary pause of operations across the cruise industry is something that nobody's ever seen before. And I think, um, that really reset everything for all of us. And um, we've spent the year, of course, uh, making sure that we get our guests and crew home and then also uh, starting to prepare for when it's right to return to sailing. And that really has meant that it's been a year where we've all had to work on lots of things that we normally wouldn't have to work on uh, and in an environment where ships aren't sailing. But, um, you know, as we come to the end of the year now, it's very exciting to be looking forward to when ships will return uh, and when we can welcome guests back on board. So a huge amount of work and preparation gone into to when, uh, when cruising will return. So there's been some, some ocean cruise uh, this year in parts of Europe, Tony and, and Jamie, for the river sector, there has been some river sailings as well this year, but that can't take away from how hideous the, the actual full year has been. 
Yeah, it's definitely been a challenge. It's been a challenge for all of us on this podcast and, and a challenge for everyone listening to the podcast, whether you're an operator, whether you're a, a travel agent, whether you're a, you know, whether you're a cruiser, it's been a very, very difficult year for a whole variety of reasons and kind of a strange one, kind of bookended by real optimism. So I think we all came into 2020 incredibly optimistic. It was a really strong beginning of the year for, 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 for all of cruise, which was great. And then obviously we were impacted by, by COVID and, and everything that that brought to, to all aspects of, of our industry. And I do kind of feel now we're at the end of the year, this other bookend of optimism now with the vaccine and, and, and people looking to, to 2021 and beyond 22, even into 23, there is now more optimism out in the market. So it has been a challenging year, but as I say, there it's certainly the green shoots and and chinks of optimism coming through. Well, we'll we'll come back to optimism maybe. We don't want to start too optimistic, I don't think. But it's a, it's a it's a good comment to make. And and Janet from from Trade Engagement, which really talks about the relationship between Clear and the industry and our travel agent partners, it's been a a, a tough year for our travel agent partners as well. Cut there, bit Andy. Sorry, can you repeat that? Sorry, so I was saying it's been a tough year for our travel agent partners as well. Yes, yeah, and absolutely, as Jamie mentioned, you know, I think it's been tough for everybody, whether or not you're, a, you're an operator or you're a travel agent. And I think no one underestimates the amount of hard work and hours that travel agents have had to put into um, working this year in just getting people home and rebooking holidays and the cancellations and the refunds. It's just been an absolute minefield for them. And you know, hemorrhaging money left, right and centre and with very little coming in. So it's been extremely challenging for travel agents. And, you know, I hope that, um, you know, travel agents, are, you know, are faring well as well as they can be. And, and to Jamie's point that there is some optimism now coming towards the back end of this year. Um, but, you know, as clear cruise lines, we have all been trying to work very hard with travel agents and trying to make that um, those issues as seamless as possible and trying to, to work with them to try and make things a bit easier for them. But absolutely some challenging times for everybody. Uh, and Craig, finally, uh, out of uh, you four, um, we talked a little bit about how the hopes were at the turn of year for 2020, it would be a record year. And it's been an extraordinary couple of years for Expedition. But again, 2020 been a challenge for that sector also. Yeah, it's been challenging, as as everybody said. Um, Expedition has is, is not been uh, untouched by this. Um, you know, if I may coin a cliche, you know, Expedition Cruising is all about navigating the challenges set before us, and and this year has been like no other expedition um, uh, that we've seen for probably a couple of centuries uh, from the outset. And you know, I think it's given us the opportunity. Um, to look back on, on learnings, um, look towards our customers as well. Our customers have had a challenging time navigating their own way um, through this um, you know, pandemic uh, with the help of our travel agent partners. Um, there are um, a lot of um, optimistic um, people in the world and we're already seeing and I know we're going to go and talk about silver linings, but we're seeing those silver lines, I think, start to come to the fore um, as we kind of see out this year. Um, and obviously the recent announcements of vaccines. And we've seen some, you know, like River, we've seen some expedition crews um, operating uh, through the summer. 
uh, around Europe and, and now starting uh, in some of the further reaches of the world uh, where the local governments are allowing. So I think there is, there is um, a lot. So I think it's, you know, for us in expedition, it's time to look forward and start planning um, as we can get back on, on the seas. You, you mentioned some silver linings. Let's talk about those briefly in expedition. Let's tell us, tell us what silver linings you've seen in 2020. <laughs> well, I mean, we're looking forward, Andy, and I think you know that's that's our uh, motto at the moment is rather look forward rather than looking back. You know, we've done a lot of that. We've done a lot of soul searching this year, uh, and now we look forward. There's, you know, we're continuing to see the growth of expedition. Um, and new ships coming online uh, in 2021. Uh, Aurora Expeditions, our own. Uh, we have our Sylvia Earl launching in uh, November next year. I know we've got Seaborne with their new uh, ship, Seaborne Venture, uh, launching in December next year. I think Scenic have got another Eclipse 2 coming along. So there's lots of new ships. We've got new destinations uh, coming online as well uh, as, as we kind of, you know, all the expedition operators start to push themselves um, out of their comfort zones uh, as Aurora is outside of our polar um, legacy into some more warmer climbs. So, you know, there is there is lots out there and, and it's a great time for expedition. I believe and we believe um, that people will want to go on um, smaller ships. Uh, we believe they'll want to go to the further reaches of the world and, and bring their, you know, to-do list to the forefront of, of you know the next couple of years as we've all had a pause in uh, travel this year. Yeah, so, so lots of announcements on ships and some new ships delivered this year. Um, in many ways, Expedition was always compared to the river sector. It's almost like it was the new or the next river sector in terms of that growth. So, so Jamie, have you seen from a river perspective those silver linings in 2020? Yeah, I think so. I think for the river industry there were some maybe some unique opportunities to um, get back up and running we know that that certain cruise lines were operating in europe uh, this summer uh, this year we we ran a successful charter with a german partner that ran for four months from uh, july through to november um, we had over fifteen thousand guests uh, 1500 guests i should say travel with us extremely high guest satisfaction and that's cruising you know during during the pandemic and, and we made some changes on board and it was incredibly well received by our guests very high guest satisfaction um so there did there have been some opportunities there have been some silver linings this year i think the way also that we've been dealing with our travel agent partners um has also presented some opportunities obviously our in-person sales visits were suspended for all of us so we couldn't see our travel partners but We've had to be creative in the way that we've we've been dealing and supporting with our agents. So we, you know, we've conducted as a, as a business over uh, two and a half thousand virtual events, either trainings or or virtual cruise nights without with our partners and their guests. And and actually, it's kind of opened up river cruising to more agents, um, more partners. You know, many of whom have never worked with us or, or some of uh, some of our other sector partners. So. That's been that's been very interesting, and I think also we've seen the silver linings really when we've been speaking to to our agents, and I'm sure Janet will will, will, um, will back this up as well. Age, the value of a travel agent now more so than ever um, has been a real silver lining. I think for for our industry, I think you know to to navigate. I think um, Janet referred to it as the minefield of of, of of 
everything that's going on at the moment, changing policies, everything else, the value of a good travel agent now is, is more so than ever before. And I think that really does bode well for the future. Can I step in there, Andy? Sorry, I, I 100% echo what Jamie's just said. I think, you know, the, the value of a travel agent has never been more important. And I think that's really come to the forefront this year. And if there's any messages to take away, it's just, you know, book with your, book with your local reputable travel agent. It's just, you know, I think out of everything um, that's gone on, I think, you know, there's been some quite good endorsements for travel agents from some quite high-profile high celebrities as well. So fingers crossed that will really help travel agents' businesses in 2021. The power of Eamon Holmes. Who knew that Eamon Holmes would be him. such a... Yeah. <laughs> Such a figure. Talking of silver linings, though, Janet, you or Cosmos launched a, a river, a new brand in 2020. So, is that another silver lining for you? Yeah, absolutely. And I, th I think what this year has been able to do for, for many is for to really adapt and be agile and, and look at their portfolios and. And that's what we've done at, at Cosmos, and we've introduced a new a river cruise, which has actually gone on sale yesterday. Um, and it's it's a it's a, an entry level river cruise opportunity for people, and that's taken sort of a number of months in the making. But we wouldn't have been able to do that, I don't think, had this not happened. It, you know, this the whole situation this year with COVID has given us the time to be able to reflect and look at our product offering, and then create a new proposition. So that's a you know it's a really big silver lining for us. Um, and we've heard, so, so, so Tony, we've heard new ships being delivered, some new products being launched, the, the importance of the travel agent community, again, from, a, from an industry perspective, there are some silver linings, aren't there? Yeah, I think absolutely, Andy. I, I, the, I've worked in cruise now for 20 years, and I don't think I've ever been prouder to be part of the industry, really. And I think the thing that makes me feel very proud of what we've done and what we've achieved this year is, has been the way that the industry has pulled together and worked together. Um, and at CLEAR, uh, you know, our, our strategy has always been you know, working together to get more people to choose a cruise. And I think you know, this year has been unprecedented, but the working together aspect of that has been more important than ever. And that's you know, the cruise lines, um, our travel agent partners that the guys have, have already mentioned, um, but also the, you know, the cruise media as well. And, you know, we've really had to champion the industry, work with, with government, work with various parties, um, and all doing all of this while each of our businesses were facing you know, challenges that we've not seen before. But as an industry, we really have pulled together, um, and it just shows the strength that we've got as a cruise industry, but also the passion that the people who work in, uh, across cruise have got for the products that we, can, that we deliver. And I think, so that's, that's definitely is a big silver lining for me. And then I think that also reflects in all of those loyal guests. You know, there's millions of guests out there who are dying to get back on a ship. They would absolutely love to be back sailing again. And we hear from them so regularly. And it just, you know, whilst it's been a really challenging year, I genuinely believe there's a huge amount of pent up demand um, for cruising. And we're just... We're, we're looking for the right opportunity to almost unpop that cork and, and, uh, and start to see that demand coming in and people getting excited about going back on a, on a cruise ship. And it's, you know, it feels like we're right on the edge of being able to do that now. So there, there definitely is a, a silver lining as we, as we go through the year. 
I love the fact that you talked about pride in the industry. I agree wholeheartedly. And I've seen a slightly different side to the cruise industry this year being part of those conversations with government and actually some of the medical and operational experts that we've always had in our industry, but I've never been kind of exposed to before. But certainly pride is a, is a good one. Let me just ask everyone, have, have you also, are you also aware of the pent up demand for your sectors as well? Is that something that you've noticed as well? Yeah, I'll jump jump in if if you like. Um, so yes, um, Andy. So Aurora, um, we launched our 2022 uh, program at the beginning of November uh, with new destinations, and and we're seeing uh, yeah unprecedented demand uh, for those new destinations, and it's just going to show us that people are willing um, to commit uh, a little bit further out. Um, or, will be, you know, probably just over a year to 18 months uh, before travel. So there is a confidence uh, factor there. I think we definitely, um, across the board from an expedition point of view, with the new ships coming out and launches, and we're probably on sale a little bit further out than, than perhaps mainstream out into 2023. Uh, for some operators that are seeing the customer confidence uh, and belief in you know, the world will, will come back to some kind of normalcy uh, in the next two years. Uh, and obviously with the vaccine announcements and, and the delivery of those this week, uh, I think is giving uh, consumer confidence and also to those agent partners, giving them confidence to start uh, the process of going out and, and hopefully, do, you know, doing what they're good at uh, and selling, you know, our type of products uh, to consumers and start promoting. So I'm, I'm, Hopefully, come January, you know, we'll see um, perhaps not not the the big wave, but a, a small smaller wave um, as we go through into twenty twenty one. We've um, we've definitely seen um, the we've definitely seen a pent up demand, and we've definitely seen on certain products in particular um, they've come back very strongly. We we we've introduced a, an Egypt program for next year, so um, we're actually seventy five percent sold already. Um, which has, is tremendous, and I think if the uh, there is a there is a degree of people wanting to make their next travel choice count. So you know we're seeing bucket list destinations like like Africa uh, do do very well. Um, we're seeing longer voyages as well, and people wanting to do pre and post cruise stays, whereas maybe they would have normally done maybe a seven night European voyage. They're actually doing the city breaks either side as well. So I think that. There is a demand, but I think the way that people are, um, are are making their decisions is also changing. So they're really wanting to make sure that their next travel experience is as good as it possibly can be. And, and we're also seeing, you know, uh, per day revenues higher. People are booking suites. People are booking balcony staterooms as well. So, you know, it's 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 very, very encouraging. We've um, we've just done a, a quite a large scale outbound calling exercise and so we've got thousands of passengers which have got which hold a letter of credits um so they you know these are where they've opted not to take the refund and they know that they want to travel with us again when the time's right so we've outbound called thousands of people and the majority of them are saying i'm going to travel with you i'm you know i will be rebooking absolutely will be rebooking but i'm just not quite there yet and so we know that these customers are going to come back to us. Um, and it's just, you know, the vaccine news, that's all going to help. That's all really, really positive news. So one word of advice that I would give to travel agents is that there's 
so many customers out there for all of the cruise lines that have got these letters of credit. They are hot, hot leads. So I would be going through your databases and just outbound calling those customers and reminding them that there's going to be some great offers that are coming out for Wave, coming out for Peaks, and they're customers that are ready to rebook. Um, if they just need a bit of enticement. Wise words. And I think what's interesting, Jamie, you've referenced that actually a lot of things have changed. Our attitude to travel has changed. The way that we travel has changed. And I'm just conscious that I'm we're using Zoom at the moment to record this and you're all at home. And so actually everything that we do has changed. And does that mean, Tony, that cruise travel, everything that we do is changed for 2021? I think, Andy, yeah, I think there will be changes. Um, but I think that the things that that make cruise unique um, will still persist. And you know, uh, as Janet's already talked about, you know, the the time where we've not been sailing has been a great opportunity to develop um, new innovations and new technologies and, and new ways to look after guests and um, to make sure that we're we're still providing an amazing cruise experience you know the fact that we're still going to visit these fantastic destinations and that people will still have a chance to explore the destinations that they go to you know, undeniably the the service that you get on a cruise ship um, is fantastic and and something that our guests come back time and time again for and um, I think you know those those are the things that are going to persist into the future now clearly there's going to be changes with new protocols and and all of the cruise lines doing the things that they they need to do to make sure that the guests are kept healthy and safe, that the crew are kept healthy and safe, and that the destinations that we visit are kept healthy and safe as well. So we need to make adjustments as we return to sailing and, and as the cruise lines come back online. But you know, we should all be confident that um, it's still going to be an amazing guest experience on board those ships. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to start welcoming guests back on board and to show them that we're still offering this unique and fantastic holiday experience. Yeah, I can't wait to travel. Travel is something I think most people, if not all people, have missed this year. I'm, I'm conscious of time, so I'm going to give you uh, two quick, or maybe three quick questions, so then just short answers so that we can get around everybody. So the first question is, what are you most looking forward to in 2021? Jamie, I'll come to you first. Uh, well, we've got three new ships launching next year, so I'm looking forward to maybe being invited to one of the christenings. So we've got a couple of new ships on the on the Rhine, the Amma Lucia and the Amma Siena, and we've got a new ship in, in Egypt, the, um, the Amma Dahlia. Um, that's the first thing I'm looking forward to. The next thing is obviously getting on board a ship um, and, and seeing our crew and seeing our crew deliver phenomenal uh, service uh, to, to, our, uh, to our guests. And actually, I'm really, really missing seeing all of you guys face to face and my industry, other industry colleagues and friends, because that has been a real uh, that's been a real void in my life. So I'm also very much looking forward to seeing uh, everyone face to face next year. That's a really good point. We are very much a people industry. I think we've all missed each other, really, although we won't we won't admit that on this uh, podcast. Uh, Janet, same question for you. What are you most looking forward to for next year? Similar to Jamie's, really, I really miss conferences, you know, getting on ships and experiencing ships um, firsthand is something that I really want to be able to do again next year. Um, just going on holiday for me, yeah. getting on, getting on, a, on a, a ship or a plane. My passport has, has been, you know, is very, very dusty after a year of not traveling. So um, I just can't wait to get away next year. 
Excellent. Craig? Yeah, similar similar to the other guys, really. You know, I guess I'm looking forward to, you know, resumption of our operations and, and you know, the launch of our, our new ship in October. You know, I, f I finished 2019 uh, having been to Antarctica. Um, and and I, I look back at the moment with um, my Facebook memories popping up every day of pictures of penguins and icebergs. And, and it just, you know, gives me that strong desire to get out um, traveling again, um, uh, as we all have. And the way we continue to adapt and, and I've, you know, tried to see our partners, travel partners, and it's meant, you know, me taking my dog to meet some of my customers and going out for walks with coffee, which has been, you know, amazing because it just enables you to do something a little bit different and get to know somebody in a, in a different way. And I think that's been really important in these challenging times that we've been kind of locked away at home. So, uh, you know, any opportunity I'll look to go out uh, and meet people, whether that's outside or indoors um, or in a meeting that we're yeah. allowed to do now. <laughs> Thanks, Craig. And Tony? So I think, Andy, for me, it's really, really simple. It's, I just can't wait for those guests to be walking up a gangway of a princess ship and to to once again experience the, the warmth of the product that we offer, but also um, to experience everything that we've been working on in the last year. You know, there's a huge amount of work gone into preparing for, for that day when we welcome guests back up the gangway. And, uh, you know, that really is going to be a very special moment, I think. And, you know, just from a personal perspective, I think it's sitting on the, the back deck of a ship and looking at a wake view. Yeah, I had a couple of cruises planned for this year that I didn't get to do. Um, I'm looking forward to getting back on board. Yeah, so say all of us. Uh, and then finally, then any New Year's resolutions, anything you're going to do differently in 2021? Jamie, I think you're nodding along. Yeah, my, my New Year's resolution is never to take travel for granted. You know, we get these really busy spells where we're traveling all around the country and traveling overseas or have been historically and you do get to the point where you think oh it would be so nice to be at home in my own bed i will never never take travel for granted ever again and and will absolutely be taking every single opportunity i can do to get out and about and, and see the world that's that's mine well said well said craig anything from you yeah i mean get out and travel um and you know grasp every opportunity that we can you know, we're very fortunate in, in our industry to be able to go to new places, whether it's conference or business meetings. And I think for me, it's, um, you know, adding that extra day to some of those uh, trips. Um, you know, I like to travel. So if I can just add to my knowledge a little bit of some of the destinations that I go to, uh, that would be phenomenal. But yeah, just to, just to get on a plane and, and a ship again will be amazing next year. Couldn't agree with that anymore. Uh, Janet. Oh, we're back. Go on. Am I there? There you go. There you go. Um, I think if this year has taught us anything, it's that um, time with friends and family is very, very precious. And unfortunately, you know, there'll be so many people that have lost people this year. So my New Year's resolution is to make every single day count, be grateful, and to spend more time with those those loved ones, and maybe the ones that I don't love so much. You're looking at me then, which is, uh, but that's, <laughs> <a> lovely, <laughs> that's a really nice thing to say. Last word to you, Tony. 
So I think I, I, I really like what, what Janet said about making every day count. And I think um, you know, one of the things that this last year I think has taught us all is that we need to be really flexible and adaptable and willing to, to, to adjust and change direction and do things differently. And I think that's kind of my resolution going into next year. So it's not even a New Year's resolution. It's a new day resolution that every day you have to be willing to to do something different or to try something different in order to be successful and, and that to me feels what 21 is going to be all about beautifully said and i couldn't have imagined a better group of people to celebrate our 100th podcast with either so thank you thank you for being guest today but also thank you for everything that you do for those clear working groups on behalf of everyone who benefits that's clear and our travel agent partners and our cruise lines thank you for everything that you've done for those working groups and that you do for the industry um, and we'll be back uh, in 2021 with our uh, continuing podcast each month but um Hold on, Andy. What, what's your new year's resolution <laughs> what uh, that's a very good question and actually you summed it up so well tony it really is <laughs> to appreciate the stuff that we kind of just didn't we stopped appreciating i think actually jamie's point was similar and janet's point was similar and that we all pretty much said the same thing is that we took so much for granted um and we know what's important to us and actually it's people that are important to us and experiences and you know that that joy of community that the cruise industry has always enjoyed i think has been really more important this year than it's ever been and uh it's kept us all you know working hard and focused and you know made made sure that we've got through the year so i think for me that's that's a, probably a cop-out answer but that'll do but i think um you know we do we're, we're very lucky in cruise that we do have that strong sense of community that strong sense of working together and it's the people that do that so um so on behalf of you know on behalf of the industry thank you very much enjoy the new year festivities enjoy seeing in 2021 i'm sure we all will and uh, the Clear Podcast will be back next year. Thanks very much.